0: Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Thank you. Thank you, True. Oh, that was a great intro. Um, so, uh, not only am I a leader here and have been obviously for a little while, um, but I actually work here at Gateway 2 in the office. And here at Gateway, we're a church that loves fun, we love growth, we love good food at events, but most of all, we absolutely love Jesus. And yeah, at the moment, we're doing a series um, here at church called Jesus the Game Changer. And uh, you're more than welcome to come on a Sunday if you don't already, Um, 9 and 11 in here, um, every Sunday to join the series, Um, but Basically, um, if if you want to do that, chat to one of the leaders. For tonight, I'm going to be talking to you about Jesus. And I want to do that through telling you a few stories um, about some things that have gone on in my world. uh, And then I'm going to do an illustration at the end. Is that all right? We're good? Excellent. So... When I was in year 10, uh, a friend of mine was run over um, by a lady running a red light while he was collecting money for his surf saving club, and he was killed. Uh, this event was an absolute game changer in my world. It was the first funeral that I ever went to, uh, and it was held in one of the local churches around here, not here because this church wasn't this building wasn 't here at the time. At that time, I'd been going to Gateway for my entire life. I called myself a good Christian, um, but through this situation, I started to question who Jesus was, whether there was really a God, and if there was one, why would he let Peter die in such tragic circumstances at such a young age? So six months later, I uh, was part of a course called Youth Alpha, And Alpha basically answers uh, big questions when it comes to God, Jesus, and the church. Um, And this course does it in a way that is really easy to understand. And if you ever get a chance to do it, take up that opportunity. So in the middle of this course, there's an overnighter, and this just happened to be held in the church where Peter's funeral had been. And I was again confronted with my grief uh, walking into that place. Despite this, throughout the weekend, I began to understand more about who God is and the fact that he sent his son to, on down to earth, his son Jesus, to die for my sins. And even if I had been the only person here on earth, God still would have done this. And that weekend, I accepted Jesus as my best friend. And when I did this, I felt this massive weight come off my shoulders. Even when I think about it now, I remember that feeling and what, that, what the weight coming off felt like. I was still really sad about my friend dying, but it didn't burden me in the way that it had in the six months before that. Skip forward a few years, and at the end of high school, when everyone has to decide what they're doing, I knew that I was meant to be a teacher. That's I, I just I'd, I'd heard clearly from God that that was what I was meant to do. So when it came to choosing um, uni courses and everything like that, it was simple. I picked courses quite easily uh, and um, got to the the end of you know getting your score. And I got the exact score that I needed to get into the Bachelor of Early Childhood Education that I had applied for, my top pick. So as I went through my degree, I thought, God's called me to this. This is going to be a breeze. I mean, I'm meant to do this, but it wasn't. I failed a subject in first year. I failed a placement in second year. I had so many crappy family situations going on. Like, It would be a whole other uh, talk. Uh, and um, I got to the, the end of my course, though, and again, I thought, I'm gonna get a job, I'm I'm meant to be a teacher, it's gonna be easy, but it wasn't. I applied for 80 different positions and got two interviews and didn't get a job. And I was like, what on earth is going on? I was really devastated by this, but fast forward to term two and through encouragement from my friends, from my family, and faith that God was looking out for me, I picked myself up and I started doing a little bit of relief teaching. And in the middle of uh, the year, I got my first real teaching job. And it was so amazing, and I absolutely loved it from the start. After a couple of years though, I got a little bit restless, which is something that happens in my world. And I decided to take a little bit of time to travel. Um, but I only ended up traveling for a few months because of the family situations I was talking about earlier. They absolutely blew up, so I had to come home early. But I walked straight into a teaching job again, easily. Now, I loved being a primary teacher, and some of you know, know how much, um, but again, a few years later, I, I got a little bit restless, and I was like, what's, you know, what's next for me? I felt like God was calling me to something new. And over the the next few months, I heard that Gateway was running a diploma of ministry here at the church. Uh, And I was really excited that, you know, Gateway was doing something new and I was supportive of it, but I dismissed it because I was meant to be a teacher. So that's, you know, I was just going to maybe get a new job or something. Um, But as time went on, I could not stop thinking about this course, Um, made lots of excuses why I shouldn't do it, So I then thought, I can't get this off my mind, I'm gonna ask God for three confirmations that doing this course is for me, and they happened. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, In my Bible reading, I had someone encourage me to do it, and then someone completely separate who knew nothing about um, my work situation that I'd planned on resigning, and nothing that I'd even been thinking about it, turned around to me in the meeting and said, you should do this, and that was my third confirmation. So I stepped into something new. I had to take a step of faith to do this, but throughout all of this time, Jesus changed the course of my life. And as you can tell, he was a game changer for me in all of those stories. If I had just relied on how I was feeling about Peter's death, I never would have come to know who Jesus is personally. I would have continued to question um, and trust in how I was feeling in that moment rather than on a God who loves me. And as someone who follows Jesus, I need to rely on God's promises. He gave them all to us in the form of the Bible. There are so many amazing promises, and all we have to do is read this to find them. One in particular that I love is from the last book of the Bible called Revelation, and it says, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. And we will share a meal together as friends. In this verse, Jesus is standing at the door to our hearts and he's knocking. The only thing is we have to let him in before he can change our lives. He gives us the freedom to make that choice if we want to open the door. And he'll never force his way into our lives. For me, Jesus was a game changer and I hope you will let him be that for you too. Thank you, Delaney. So I got a little bit of fancy technology. Let's hope it, it all goes smoothly. So I'm going to give you an illustration um, about who Jesus is and why Christians believe that He's the Son of God. Some of you might have heard this illustration before, um, and at, but at the end of it, I'm going to ask us all some questions uh, and give you an opportunity. So I think, whoops, no, two fingers, two fingers. Mm. Come on, okay, I can flick a new page. Start again. Right. <laughs> it's okay, guys. I've got this. <laughs> so when God made the world in the beginning, he made it absolutely perfect. Thank God's going to stand over here. And I'm great drawer guides on an iPad. So not only did he make the world perfect, he created us humans get us to stand over here and uh, we were hanging out, we were in the garden it was all perfect, it was great he had a perfect earth but then humans did some dumb things and we sinned and basically oh, I get, there we go, it caused us to be separated from God so there became this chasm between us and him. So this is us here, just in case you forget. And this is God. <laughs> I can do this. All right. So the dumb things that we did, the sin that happened in our lives um, or in the, the first original humans' lives caused um, us to, there was potential for death at that point. And over many, many, over many, many years, humans tried to get across to God, tried so many different things. They were really good people, but that fell short. They tried religion, but that fell short. Just being um, nice people, giving to charity, being helpful. But every one of those things fell short of getting us to be uh, in line with God again. There's no chance for us to get across this gap that's been created. But in the Bible, it tells us that we were able to bridge this gap through Jesus dying on the cross for us. John 3.16 says... For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Do you believe that? For us these days, it's as simple as walking across the bridge, just making a choice, making a decision. And if you make the decision to walk across this bridge towards God, potentially for you, the weight will be lifted off your shoulders, whatever burdens you're feeling, just like it did for me all those years ago. So the band's going to come back up and we're going to we 've got an opportunity we 've got some songs that are going to happen, but I want to ask you guys a few questions because some of you have seen this before some of you have been around uh, at, at Gateway Youth for a long time and you're a good Christian you know what's going on like I did but I still had to make a decision so perhaps you've been around for a while and you're on this side of the bridge you're hanging out with God you're spending time with him every day, getting to know him better, you've made that choice and you're saying, no, this is who I want to be, how I want to be and you're over here. Maybe you're in the middle. You kind of believe there's a God, you know there's something out there but you you haven't quite made that full decision yet. Maybe you're standing here or maybe you're over this side And you haven't decided that there is a God. You haven't made a decision for Jesus to be your friend. Perhaps that's you sitting out there. But while the band plays these next few songs, we have an opportunity. And the youth team is going to help with this. If you're over this side of the bridge and you just want some encouragement, you want a bit, uh, just, you know, some prayer for your walk with God, there are going to be some, some of the youth team here that are more than happy to chat to you or pray with you about whatever's going on in your world at the moment. If you're sitting in this spot on the bridge, perhaps you want to talk about it a little bit more or have some prayer or whatever that looks like, there's going to be some of the youth team that are, are more than happy to talk to you about that or pray with you if that's what you choose. Or maybe you're over here and you're saying, wow, what's she's saying? That's resonating in my heart. Maybe you're tingly. Maybe you, you're feeling a little bit different. Jesus wants to come in. He wants you to make that choice. Open the door and walk across and live a life with God. So as the band plays, leaders will move towards the front. And if that's you, take that opportunity. If you don't do it now, come to Equip later on, where we'll learn a little bit more about the Bible and have more opportunity to chat. But my encouragement is open that door like I did all those years ago and see what God's gonna do in your world. Is that all right? Awesome. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.